there's funny dialogue. You know why she wasn't talking to you, Frumpty Dumpty? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Mike's fucking body shaming dead women at this oh, point. She's been dead oh, for that years. Was the joke. I- Welcome back to the Netflix Book Club podcast. I'm Mike Tui, joined always my co-host here. Hey, it's me. It's Dennis Rooney, everybody. Hey. Dennis Rooney's here. We, hey. got, we got a classic film. A classic film but and a classic guest. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, let's, let's, <laughs> let's intro the classic guest. We're going to start doing this thing where we bring in the guest only for the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm part of this. <laughs> and be like, what did you think of the pod? <laughs> I'm audience now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Brendan Ryan, everybody. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks hey, for man. having me. Thanks for uh, being on. Plug, plug what oh. you want to plug. We're gonna do plugs up top. I'm yeah, remembering this. Up top. Plug plugs up top, baby. Well, I am on the Adult Babies podcast. Check out the Adult Babies podcast. Check that one out. It's yeah, a good that, time. I was on recently. Yeah, you're a great guest. Thank you. you thank know, you. We would love to get and Mike. We would love to have you on if you ever venture uh, to Long Island. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Sounds good. Can't wait to be on the Adult <laughs> Babies podcast. Might cost a lot of money per hour. Yeah, I mean, sure. let me tell you, that's all right. <laughs> Deep pockets. Uh, it's a special episode today, 153 of the Netflix Book Club podcast. It is Dennis Rooney's birthday. Hey. Happy birthday, buddy. Thanks, guys. I didn't know if that was oh. going to get mentioned. I don't know if it's really pertinent, but uh, it is my yeah, birthday. Baby. So give me a follow on Instagram, is. at Dennis Rooney 7 Follow the pod to see the whole schedule at Netflix Book Club podcast. Mike. Follow the kid. He's 30 years old today. <laughs> Thanks for the bit for the industry. <laughs> for the, I'm 30 again. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Mike? Underscore. Get, the underscore. Underscore Mike Tui on all social media. Nice. Yeah, you'll find me there. I think you picked this movie, right? Oh, yeah. I was so excited to see it. An Alfred Hitchcock classic. Mm. 1960 horror. Sure. Horror, suspense. Thriller. All the above. Thriller. Romance? Psycho. Psycho, everybody. And Alfred Hitchcock's masterpiece of suspense, a young woman on the run with stolen cash, checks into a creepy motel run by proprietor Norman Bates. Yep. Proprietor. Proprietor. You like that word, huh? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good word. <laughs> never Are you all right, Mike? Mike's yeah. on drugs this week? Proprietor. Proprietor. Why not? Uh, any relationship with the Hitchcock films, Brendan? This is my first time seeing a Hitchcock film. Wow. Wow. Yeah. First time seeing Psycho, obviously. My first time seeing Psycho as well. I think my first Hitchcock movie? Maybe. Oh, yeah. I think I watched The Birds in college, but like in a haze of marijuana smoke, and I don't really <laughs> remember it, awesome. you know? I did the same thing. Yeah. I was excited to watch this, though. I was excited to see that it was only an hour and 48 minutes. Because for some reason, I th- you know, you hear these older movies and you're like, is this going to be like a three? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Lawrence of Arabia level, like four hour movie. But no, tight, nice, hour 48. I was only thrown off for the first few minutes about the black and whiteness. Yeah. I can be a little I can be a little simple when it comes to that shit. Because it's 1960. Yeah. So you're like, why is it in color? There was color, right? Oh, there was Already? color in 1960. There was color. Right, but because the uh, budget was so small, no yeah. one really wanted this. This was The storyline was a little bit too depraved. It was yeah. a little too, like, sick. Big, you know, they didn't want to give him the big money for it. Right, for the time especially. So he goes, okay, no problem. Black and white was cheaper. Yeah. And I think it adds to the creepiness of the film, really. Yeah. I enjoyed. It. I I'm usually the same. I'm I'm bad with watching movies from like 15 years ago. Right. I'm like it's kind of fuzzy, but I, <laughs> it, it works with this film. Yeah, and it's funny because same thing. Like I'll look at a movie from like 2007, and then you do the math, and you're like, yeah, that movie's almost 20 years old. Yeah. And I always use the frame of reference the year 2000 because I think about when I was 
only 11, but still well into loving movies. You know what I mean? The idea of watching a movie from 1980, I'd be like, no fucking way. What are you talking about? See, I had a different, I had a different upbringing. Yeah. I was watching Hitchcock movies from a young age. Yeah. Really? Yeah. My dad would introduce them to me. Mike was locked in a basement. Only with the Criterion collection. No lock. No lock. <laughs> no lock. I could have left at any time. <laughs> like, yeah, Just man. W- watching black and white movies in the basement. So wait, how many? We've talked about this before, but yeah, you've watched all the Hitchcock movies, or I mean, not those early. I mean, he a I, big I, dent though. I did a little, you know, refreshing on on Hitchcock. He started in the twenties. That's yeah, wow. In England, so no, definitely not all. Right, those not films. everything. I guess, no way. Yeah. But yeah, most of the ones, especially the ones in America, 1940, he made Rebecca. That one best picture is the only Oscar winner of a Hitchcock movie. Okay. And that was his first one he did in America. So this is 20 years after that, 1960. Right. Yeah, he's already already earned his reputation by now, right? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well earned his reputation, but even still, they didn't want to give him that money. Well, this, I mean, just the scene that's frozen on here with like the out of wedlock people in the same bed and then the fact that she's got like... You know, her just in a bra. Huge cannons? Yeah. Come on, Mike, sure, say it, bro. Too, sure. <laughs> uh, no, that was hugely like scandalous. Was it? Is that Janet Leigh or is that Vera Miles? Vera Miles, I think. Uh, oh, I was gonna say Janet. The two sisters in this movie, but yeah, gorgeous. And yeah, you make a good point. For 1960, showing like a shirtless man and a woman in her lingerie, just I guess. being in bed together was a big thing back big. in the 50s. Yeah, and they're not married. Right. So forget it. And like, I remember even uh, hearing that. I think it was the Brady Bunch was the first TV show to show a man and woman in bed together. It's possible, something like that. And they're like head-to-toe pajamas, right, you right, know, right, right, yeah. huge bed, four feet between yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was the 70s, though, so that's like 12... I don't know what, when the fucking Brady Bunch started, but, like, yeah. This is, uh, they were also, like, afraid to talk about the bathroom. Was that something? Did you pick up on that? Was afraid it? Afraid to it, talk about the bathroom? It was like when he... When he's is, I don't know if it's just because he's got the little hole punched through the bathroom. Yeah, right. But yeah. when he's showing her after the parlor, he's like, "This is the uh, right." Yeah. And, no, and he she's did. Like, yeah. The bathroom, and I, I don't like. I heard that they didn't show like bathroom scenes even. So this is like the first bathroom huh. scene. I could be wrong. Listen, I'm not a. Well, I'm you're not a, you're not wrong about that. He's like he kind of like he doesn't say it. He just weird. like points his head. I mean, listen. I wonder though if that speaks more to the weirdness of his character than it does the film. That's, that could where be. like he's got that a thing be. with bathrooms. And maybe I guess. it's a little foreshadowing. It's like well, what's right. what's going to happen in the bathroom? Right. He's like that's where uh, I'm going to kill you later. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, yeah. And Hitchcock, everything goes to plan. Yeah. Hitchcock does a lot of peeping stuff. It's always a guy, like in here, it's through the wall, yeah. but it's always through the back window. It's always a guy in a bush. Like, it's always seedy stuff. That's his Tarantino feet thing. There's just, just a, always <laughs> pops up. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I read that they did a lot of things, uh, tricks with the camera to kind of confuse the sensors. Like, so this uh, was made, but like, they did a lot of quick cuts. Right. It was like, so what did we just see there? And I was like, well, you didn't really see anything. Yeah. A lot of it's implied. The stabbing and... Yeah, well, the, you don't the, really see stabbing. You know what I mean? Right. You see the knife raise a bunch, right? And then you kind of you don't really see it come down. No, you see her often, panicking. You, know? you hear shrieking. Yeah. Obviously, you see blood or whatever. A lot of interesting shots in that. Yeah. When he uh, when the uh, PI gets stabbed there towards the end and I guess falls down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he doesn't really oh fall. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. has the Spike Lee floating <laughs> thing. You're, I think I reference <laughs> yes. this every four episodes, but like that's what it is. He's just like waving his arms and like gliding like a banshee down the stairs yeah 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 that was uh all right let me ask you this but the shot from the ceiling 
Yes. The choice to take it up the staircase and then the the grandma or yeah. whatever, Norman, dressed as the mother, comes out, the shot from the ceiling mm-hmm. was like revolutionary. Yeah, absolutely. Never been done before at the time. And just that music, it fucking reminded me oh, of... Uh, it's great. There's this scene in The Exorcist 3, which is not, you know, one of <laughs> no, the biggest... No, but it's fair, because anything after this, there's yeah. some element of this movie in there. Right. Or, this is uh, definitely or... setting a ton of groundwork right. for future horror movies. Seeing it back then must have been fucking insane, though, you know? People were I fucked up from this movie. Dude, I didn't know the ending. That, like, I knew I knew about the shower scene, yeah. but I didn't know, like, the real ending. Yeah. Right. And I was, like, I kind of thought that that was what it was, but I was like, holy shit. Like, I was... It, it like, blew my mind, cause just because I, I, like, I know nothing about this movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wish I knew le- I'm the same as you, though. I even wish I didn't know about the shower scene. I knew about the shower uh-huh. scene, but I, I did you, know, bits and pieces. Did you expect that to be the climax of the film? Because that's what I thought. Uh, yes. I yeah. thought it was going to be a long, drawn-out thing, and then he's going to, like, snap and kill this woman. But it happens, like, 48 minutes in. And I was really happy about that because I was like, all right, well, the rest of the movie, I don't know fucking anything about. Right. So it's like. What an awesome thing to do. Yeah. Like. Yeah. To throw that right in the middle of the movie. The best. Especially I'm sure that actress at the time, maybe not actually, because you, like you said, the cat, the budget was small, but I'm sure that some famous enough starlet where the idea of killing her off 48 minutes into a two hour movie or hour 48 minute movie or whatever is kind of like unheard of it was completely unheard of yeah yeah, yeah. completely unheard of so there was a when you went to see it in the theaters back in the day there was a disclaimer Uh so no one was allowed into the theater after the movie started yeah so there'd be lines outside it created like a whole buzz right and then no one was allowed in the doors no ushers the doors were closed you were locked in there so i think it added to like the claustrophobia i wouldn't like that be like you can't leave you can't leave though and then at the end of the film because you said you didn't know the ending there was a another banner came up and it was you know hitchcock and he he addressed the public uh please don't ruin the ending keep your fucking mouth shut don't tell people before this they would play movies like on a loop almost so people would go in they can go in in the middle right that's why like he he was like we're gonna do it this way so you can't just walk in in the middle and right right right. totally ruin this movie well that's what he said he's like you have to see that opening you have to see the beginning of this movie yeah so by the way i thought they were married like like they were they're they're just like a couple I nope. thought they were both married and cheating on their oh, okay. significant others. That's yeah. how like they made it like so like, that, like they're in a hotel. That I don't know. first ten minutes of dialogue is very important because they address that and it's. I actually well, I originally sat down to watch this and I didn't have the subtitles on mm-hmm. and I got ten minutes in and I turned it off and I was like I'm gonna watch this tomorrow and I need to watch it with subtitles and I'm happy I did because I turned them off after a half hour I was good then. But them explaining him being like, oh, I'm divorced and I live in the back of a fucking hardware store and I pay alimony. And she's like, I've never been married, but it's still like (laughs) this feels like a dishonest woman thing and you live far away. And like, you know, I got to have sex with you behind closed doors during lunch and shit. Like it's it also kind of alludes later on to uh, what's his name? Norman's all fucked up between his mom and like like he gets riled up by this beautiful woman staying at his motel to the point where like not only am I going to spy on you but I'm going to my mom's going to kill you yeah. the, my mom who lives in my head is going to yeah. kill you the more he likes her the more the mom's going to hate her right right and it kind of it's almost like the original version of uh, uh, in horror movies nowadays it's like promiscuity am I saying that right Prom- sure, promiscuity sure. equals right. death like yeah. the girl who's uh-huh. like a really like always having sex She's going to die. Right. And, you know, we don't see her have... Like you said, yeah. you're like, I thought they were married. They're just having sex in a hotel. They're 
They're not cheating on anybody. Doesn't it look like a cheating scene, though? It does. Today, that would look like a cheating well, She he, says she's like, this is the last time. It's like, last time go, what? He's yeah. going through a divorce. He's, right. Yeah, okay. So there's so some maybe that's element. The, yeah. There is some element of that, and they're not openly out. Yeah. Because they say that, like, oh, where would we go? Like, somewhere public or whatever. He's like, I can't do that. Mm, okay. It was a different, you know, who knows, society. The ex-wife is the real winner in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> she saw that story, and she's like, yeah, fuck that guy. He deserves it. Norman Bates, cool. Yeah, and no, it's true. So she dies, however long, half hour into the movie, yeah. and the money you see, the money goes with it. So like oh, any of man. that motive yeah. trail, you're yeah. like, wait, they're going to be chasing the money. This has nothing to do with that. Norman, when he's clearing up the room, that's the very last yeah. thing, and they oh, keep showing yeah, it. Yeah, it's amazing. And then he picks it up, and you're like, oh well, he's going to be like, this feels wrong right. or feels clunky or something. Nope, throws it in the trunk. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. There and was th a lot of that. To all, like also. The car thing, like she, she it went stops for a, a moment. Car. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. This is gonna be something new. Like, like the, she has to get rid of this car. I doesn't. She just can't be seen. It's almost like suspenseful red herrings, kind of. Where like yeah. you think it's like Chekhov's gun being on the wall, and then like someone goes to grab it, and it's not like there's no bullets in it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they yeah, yeah. they kind of address it though. You know what I mean? They they don't just forget about it. Everything gets wrapped up, but it gets wrapped up, like, ironically, maybe? I don't know if that qualifies. Hitchcock famously said, if you let them know there's a bomb under the table, yeah. you can never, under any circumstances, blow it up. Right. That right. was the, his sort of... But there's a whole, there's millions of these, like, little yeah. little phrases he had, but, he yeah, that that's one about the bomb. I think it's what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it's, you know... Let it sit there. It's got to... It can't do what you think it's going to do. Right. The threat of it will keep them in suspense right. more yep. than it, it Even the up. mom. You hear the mom or you think you hear the mom. And the whole movie, you're like, when am I going to get that reveal to see her? Oh, I thought I was hearing the mom the whole time. <laughs> Did you... You didn't... <laughs> wait. Like, so wait. You didn't know dude, that Norman was... I did was? not know that. Okay. So I knew that and I knew the shower scene. I thought the mom was the psycho. You thought the mom... You but thought the mom like, existed. I'm like, wait. Norman Bates is the psycho. Like, yeah. I heard that. So... I'm, I'm trying to put this. I'm a fucking idiot. When I'm <laughs> okay? that, that's the bottom line of this story. No, but you know, there's no way to know until they finally reveal it. I mean, yeah, I only know through pop culture references right. yeah, from yeah, like yeah, fucking yeah. Family guess, Guy and I shit. I guess I you don't know? pay attention to pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it like that. Old hollow-headed Brendan Ryan over here. <laughs> Brendan saw the movie. He still thinks the mom was it. He's like, I can't I believe know. that corpse was reanimated and yeah, shit. She was that's just a wild. Very old woman. She was just yeah, really frail <laughs> with a lot of upper body strength. Yeah right. <laughs> um, when you when we see that top down shot yeah. of the pi the and she comes out, I mean, how good is that? His Scar guy, a little scary, right? Dude, I jumped. Yeah, it's pretty, I jumped. It's pretty good. Where I was like, oh, and part of that is the music. And Hitchcock said it himself, where he was like, Jesus, yeah. Mike. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. When the movie starts and you hear just the uh, the strings of. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Instantly, I was like, "Oh shit!" The Buster Rhymes Busta song. Rhymes, yeah, I, <laughs> I immediately I couldn't I couldn't get the Buster Rhymes song out of my head. Then I've been thinking about that Buster Rhymes song since yeah. I watched it. Yeah, that's that. I was like, "Oh, I do know Psycho." I know Busta <laughs> right. Rhymes. Yeah, you're like, I know this fucking movie in and out. Yeah, yeah. So many things, you know. How did uh, Busta get the rights from uh, Hitchcock? I wonder. Huh. Yo, Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> But no, he's Buster Rhymes, so it's very like short. Like, I'm gonna need that track in this. He used the strings in the song. Hitchcock's just holding his hand up. He's like, "Whatever you need, dude. Just leave me alone." Takes that cigar out of his mouth. I love. There's a mural somewhere in Brooklyn with like Hitchcock smoking this long cigar back to back with Biggie Bushwick, right by the tiny cupboard. Is it by the tiny cupboard? Oh, okay. Yeah, I used to live over there. That's why. Shout out tiny cupboard. Shout out tiny. I mean, I don't work there. Um. 
<laughs> I say that like I show up and hang out or anything and send emails. No. Uh, um, good folks. Yeah. Mike, would you reckon have a, if we enjoyed, well, all right, let's do that. I, we kind of do it all what? over the place. Let's do it. Stream it or don't stream it. Brendan, it's a pass fail system. Okay. So I'll let you go last. I'm going to go first. I think this is definitely worth a stream. I think it holds up. I think it drags a little at certain times, but that's creating ambiance. It's also, you know, again, the movie's, this movie is 60 years old, which is fucking crazy to think because it's still, I mean, it holds up. It's enjoyable. It's, it's an hour and 48 minutes well spent. The only thing about old movies that I have a very hard time getting over is that they do the credits up front. Yeah, and when I start the movie, I'm like four minutes in. I'm like, I'm already. Let's go, let's go. But that such, me. such a cool opening scene, though the credits. Uh the way everything. Yeah, yeah. especially for the time. You and think, wow, that must have been really hard to do. Well, and it's like that split, like split personalities a yeah. little bit. They're splitting the word, the letters. Yeah, everything has it's a pretty, meaning. With it's this a pretty cool. Right? Yeah, this movie is like exactly everything. Can, the you stuffed can, birds everywhere. Can, yeah, I thought the mom something. was going to be stuffed at least. <laughs> oh God, yeah. But he just he did preserve her though as best he could. That was apparently. so weird too. Like with the stuffed birds, he, he what the, what did he say? He said something. He was just a creep, obviously. But <laughs> he's he like, said, it's not just a hobby; it's a lifestyle, bitch. Yeah. He's like, well, I don't know. You eat like a bird. Yeah. He's like, I don't know nothing about birds, and then he goes on <laughs> everything about fucking birds. Yeah. You know? he's, like, he's like, I just stuff them. <laughs> so I think it's supposed to be also like if you were to rewatch it now uh -huh. in that scene, especially when he's talking to, I think you kind of see where he slips into the grandma, the mom, and then back to Norman. Ooh. Yeah, okay. Because that's sort of very subtly happening. Yeah. This is a movie, too, where, like, I will, I'll probably revisit it at some point. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be this year, like, but no, at no, some no, point no. I'll be like, yeah, I'll watch Psycho. No, you can rewatch this sure, movie. You know? Yeah. Um, sure. you, you see the time and date at the beginning of the movie. You don't really need that. The date and time? Yeah, it's Arizona, December 11th, December Thursday, 11th, 2.43 9, or something. Yeah, 9.43. Yeah. 2.43. Huh. And apparently, I think the only reason... Normally, I try to read all of the... I've said this before. Anytime I watch a movie, I pretty much always read the Wikipedia and always read the IMDb trivia about it. Before or after? After. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, have, I have a friend who always often reads the Wikipedia summary before going to see a movie. That drives me nuts. To see if she wants to see it. Yeah. And I'm like, that defeats the entire purpose. I like to do like a deep dive afterwards. Afterwards, yeah. right? Like I'll go, yeah. like last night it was on, I watched this last night, yeah. after I'm on like YouTube in a rabbit hole. About right, it. right, looking yeah. up. Well, anything involving Hitchcock too has so much uh, story behind it usually, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but the IMDb trivia for this had like 350 entries. <laughs> so I read it for like five minutes and I'm sure obviously I missed a ton. But one of the things I heard for them including the date was because... Uh, at one point when she's driving the car, you can see a Christmas decoration somewhere. And Hitchcock was like, fuck, well, we have to address it now. But Alfred, I think you could have gotten away with just being like, huh. you know, Flagstaff, Arizona, or wherever right. the fuck they were, Phoenix. That's the other thing, too. I, the movie starts, and for some reason, I'm like, Phoenix? Yeah. Same I didn't here. know this is set in Phoenix. And it doesn't really matter. Not at all. But it's just like, Psycho takes place outside of Phoenix? Not really. It takes. Well, I think he... Sh they make it to California, right? Where's that motel? Uh, I'm not sure. So I guess it's somewhere not by now. the highway. No, it's not. It's by the old highway. By the old <laughs> highway. That's right. 
<laughs> That's got to be tough, man. They move highways on you. <laughs> yeah, you're screwed. It was a real thing. Now. Yeah, like Route 66. Right, gone now yeah. because of the highway moved. I want to see the movie where Norman Bates is pleading at the town hall, like, "Come on, my mother's dying. This is my business." You know, they made a bunch of sequels to this. None of them are even close. Not worth watching. Have you seen the remake from 1999 with uh, Anne Hache? <laughs> Who's that? Anne Heche, I'm pretty sure she plays the. Uh, I should know who that she is. She plays the don't. lead, the the female. She plays lead. Norman Bates. No, no, I think it's Vince Vaughn. Yeah, it is Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. That's what I, I couldn't remember his name, but Vince Vaughn plays Norman Bates. It's, it was terrible. It's not good. Right? I yeah, heard yeah. it was bad, but it's like also, if I'm remembering correctly, it's got 40 on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not even that bad for Rotten no. Tomatoes. Actually, 1998. Yeah, but if I remember correctly, it's one of those movies where it's not just a remake; it's like a shot by shot. Like, they just completely oh, okay. remade it, you know, like uh, some Funny Games. You ever see that one? Never saw Funny Games. Funny Games was like a Swedish horror movie or something, and then they remade it shot for shot in America. And it was a good move. It, it, it translated really well. Okay, you know what? I think I did hear when I was looking at The two up creepy stuff, pale guys? There's, 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 <laughs> a, there's a uh, YouTube thing where they put, like, side by side. Oh, okay. The, the original and the the... And the remake. 94, yeah. whatever. Like, right next to each other. Right. I kind of want to see the Vince Vaughn one, though, just to just because this is so fresh in my mind now. You know? It's, it's bad. Ain't also, the idea of Vince Vaughn talking about birds. Just his <laughs> accent. It's like, I agree almost that the body shape of Vince Vaughn yeah. is accurate to Norman Bates. Right. He's very square. He's like David Byrne in the big suit, almost. You know what right. I mean? He's just wide-bodied and, and thin. But, like... Once he opens his mouth, I'm like, that's not Norman Bates. That's not Boy Next Door, you know? Oh, you called it Gus Van Zant directed it. Dude, I forgot that. That's wild, too. The fact that Gus Van Zant did it. What else did he do? Goodwill Hunting. Oh, okay. The guy who did Goodwill Hunting made a shot-by-shot remake of Psycho that was badly received. Yeah, shot-for-shot remake of Psycho. After Goodwill Hunting, I'm assuming. They're like... 98, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, do whatever you want. And he's like, well, I got an idea. All right, I'm going to do this. All right, Gus. And you know, they're like, "Mm, well, he, you know, Robin Williams. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, (laughs) let me see Anne Heche. So uh, I just, I I know I got to mention this because she died August 11th this year. Oh, rest in peace. Or 22. this year. 22. Mike's calling the future. (laughs) (laughs) That bitch is going to die in a few months. I'll I'll tell you that. She ain't making it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I liked Anne Uh, Heche. Didn't she like, Die like weird uh, too. I don't know. I think she was like she used to date Ellen, in the shower. No, it was something weird. Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, she, she, she used to Ellen. date Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, that's how she died <laughs> at the hands of Ellen. <laughs> Didn't help. <laughs> Critically injured, she crashed her car into a house at high speed. Jesus, into a house, L.A. Fifty-three years old. Bummer. R.I.P. I think Anne she Hayes. was like on some stuff. Yeah, I guess you don't just crash into a house. A house, it's hard not. to miss. Yeah. Probably not. Especially those LA houses are big. I imagine <laughs> where she's driving around. You know. <laughs> yeah, you see them coming. Yeah, she's not driving around a trailer park. No, and <laughs> and look out! There's a house there. Ah, oh, this is this is mean. Uh, that's the that's the most guilty I think I've ever felt about making a joke, and I don't even know this really? lady. That, yeah, well, on this podcast, okay, I should specify, right. not ever. Yeah, with this pod. I don't know, and I've said some fucked up things, I guess, on this So, podcast. having this be your first Hitchcock film, yes. would you guys watch another one? Yeah, I would. It's I would just hard for get me to like lock myself into a movie. Because I feel like you get to, you get a little stubborn with what you won't watch. I absolutely do. I but, absolutely but do. But the, the pod kind of forced you to, to watch a Hitchcock one. I, I never had a... Th- if anything, I've 
like I I own a book about Hitchcock yeah. that I'm I've right. always said like I'm gonna read you know sure. I always felt like I should have be more well versed in Hitchcock, but again for me to sit down and lock into a movie is very hard, and then you sit down and lock into a movie that's set in the fifties that's kind of slow. <laughs> it's like I don't know maybe I'm not the best viewer you know, but everything I mean hey Psycho is great yeah Psycho is great I definitely want to go back and rewatch. Uh, some Hitchcock things. I say that now, right. but in like a month from now, I'll be like, eh. <laughs> the only, you know what I really, the only time I really watch, like dig deep into movies now is when I'm doing it for a podcast. Right. Like I, I never saw James Bond and for a little while. None of them at all? I did now. But like me and, me and my buddy, you know Kyle Mara? He, I do. He's a Long Island comic. He, um, He's a big James Bond guy. So we were doing the thing. Oh, he was on the show. He was funny. He, was he had a good set. Really I remember that. Um, so we were doing the thing where he knows him. I don't know him. Uh-huh. We do a podcast. We went about... By the way, those are long movies. Those are like... How many did you watch? I think I watched like nine. nine oh, my God. Not That's... in order either. But uh, <laughs> then we just stopped doing the podcast. We were right. Like, All right. This become a lot of work. But that's how I watched. Like, I never would have watched. Your resolution got shooken, not stirred. <laughs> you know what I mean? They said, this is a lot of work. This is a lot of. Uh, it was just too much. Too many O's and not enough sevens. I, would, I don't think I would have watched. Uh-huh. So, so I, just talk, Brendan. Save Sorry. me from this bomb. No, save me from this bomb right now. Mike's giving me a look like, what the fuck was that? Here's I don't th- think I would have watched Psycho. If I, I definitely wouldn't have watched it. If it weren't for this podcast. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say if you didn't watch the Bond movies first. No. (laughs) Something to be said about watching all three Austin Powers, you kind of see all the 007 movies. They do like a great job. They do a great job of of picking up everything. I don't know if I've made this up, but I feel like I've heard rumors that, that they're doing a fourth Austin Powers, and I really hope they are. I know Mike Myers was always... Pretty like this is three and this is what it's going to be. Yeah. We're not going to, but maybe enough time's gone by. Right, mind, yeah. I haven't heard about it. Those movies are, in my opinion, at least the first one anyway, is like classic. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Oh, they're all good. So yeah. fun. They're all I good. Enjoyed all of them. Yeah, you just can't knock them. Even fat bastard. Mm-hmm. It's like it's hilarious. I don't know. Yeah. No, they're great. Yeah. Makes so much more sense now that I've seen James Bond. That's funny that your introduction <laughs> to James Bond was pre-wrecked by Austin Powers, I the was spoof. Like, oh, these yeah, are silly characters. Right, right. <laughs> Again, I'm what hey, Bond movies did you watch? Uh, Goldfinger. We watched. We so we watched one of every Bond. Okay. Don't ask me to name them all. Who was your favorite? I like my favorite Bond. Was it Connery? No, I, I, I like too. I I actually like uh, Daniel Craig. Oh yeah. Which one did did you watch? Skyfall. I watched Skyfall. Skyfall yeah. so fucking good. Um, Kyle loved, uh, not Roger Moore, the other guy. He was only there for a couple. I don't know. Not Pierce Timothy Brosnan. Dalton. Timothy oh. Dalton. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan. People sleep on him. But Goldeneye, very successful movie. Yeah, he was I, in I, Goldeneye. I like Goldeneye. Yeah, very it. successful game, you know? Oh, God, N64, how good was that? Yeah. The Psycho game, not as popular. They didn't know. <laughs> oh, for a second, I was like... <laughs> Because they've made some weird video game yeah. adaptions for movies. Uh, like, I, you know what I mean? Alfred, Hitch- Alfred Hitchcock is, like, <laughs> stirred by the Nintendo Entertainment System coming out of Japan. The first ten uh, levels are just you putting on the grandma's clothes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it like, was, uh, I didn't expect this movie to start with kind of that heist vibe either, you know, of, like, yeah, 
Like she steals that money, and you're like, "All right, now we're down this path. This it's, isn't like a like murder pa- yet." Panic right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. And it's all just a, a, an illusion, almost, to get her to the fucking motel. Mm-hmm. So that's good. all that matters is just getting her to the motel. Yep. Yeah. What was that uh, car sink into? Was that a lake? Was that a? Was that a? I guess just a tar la- pit. I guess just a lake. Got a lake. Not a very deep lake. But I was like, "That's he's you're sunk, gonna get caught." He sunk the other car too, right? He must have, right? They don't show it. The but. PI's car. There's just dozens of cars down there. Yeah. They're all on top of each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. What how, What is the shape, though? The lake is shaped like a cylinder. Like, it just goes straight down to the ground, just fitting. Also, like, how do you steal a corpse without anybody knowing? You know what I mean? Steal a... Oh, grave, grave robber? Yeah, he grave robbed Mother, his mom. Yeah, yeah you know? he, he grave robbed her. The and dude. also, how did the guy at the end... Oh, wait, no. He just confesses to killing his mom and her lover. Yeah, he poisoned Okay, him. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, when they go to the store, the woman's talking about poison. Uh-huh. She goes, yeah, it's better to be uh, no taste or and no pain. No pain. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Wait, yeah, explain yeah, yeah. that to me? They mentioned the poison that you find out later was most likely used when somebody goes to the store. Kills all insects, but it doesn't uh, say whether it's painless or not. Oh, Which is okay. like for the 1960s, yeah. you're like, this lady's crazy. So, yeah. But that's another like Hitchcock. There's any little small... T- it's always to do, like yeah. some level of either it's like society's reflection on it or the right. motives or like whatever. I liked when he was... Uh, they show up at the hardware store to press him and the sister and everything. And he says to the clerk, he's like, take your lunch break. And he's like, I, I bought my lunch. He's like, go out and eat it. <laughs> yeah. Because wouldn't the next line be like, hey, man, I, you rent the fucking room from me. Like, this is my store. And apparently you're in trouble with the police. Why don't you get the fuck out of here? I'll rent that room in a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a funny line early when uh, the guy who drops off all that cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's a funny character. So funny, right? Really, Misogynistic, yeah. real blowhard. Yeah. He needs a drink, right? Daddy's going to be sad. Doesn't <laughs> I think get a he drink. He calls it a drink a rooney. Yeah, a drink a rooney. Yeah. <laughs> a drink a rooney. Yeah. Yeah, this fucking douchebag. That made me want to party. <laughs> <laughs> but the other uh, girl who works at the office, yeah. she goes, he was hitting on you. He must have seen my ring. He must have missed my ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was funny. Right. That's, yeah, there's like, funny, uh, like, there's funny dialogue. You know why she wasn't talking to you, Frumpty Dumpty. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mike's fucking body shaming dead women at this oh, point. She's been dead for that years. That was the joke. I know. It's very funny. I think that's Hitchcock's daughter. Oh, you piece of shit, Mike. Which one? Frumpty Dumpty. <laughs> I believe so. I missed. Where was the Hitchcock um, cameo? Yeah, baby. There it. it is. He's standing outside of the office. Oh, uh, okay. Because I read very that. Very early on. Yeah. He said, or I read one of the things I read was that uh, he wanted his cameo to be. He's like Stanley. He's in every one of his right, movies, yeah. I he guess. He gets it out of the way real early. He gets it out of the way early because he didn't want people looking for it. Right. He wanted them oh, like okay. in the film, you know, which is smart. Smart man, you know. Yeah, he knocked this one out of the park. Yeah, it was. What crazy. What should I watch then next? What would you say? You gave me a wreck already, and so I a lot it. of people like Birds is also a very popular one. Yeah. But it's it it's just you're gonna watch it with this like I get how this was cool, or I yeah. get why yeah. like movie the influence on movies right. that's happened. But like it just doesn't hold up. Like Psycho still holds up. Like that was good. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. scary. Right. And, and the split personality and the dressing like a woman, like all of that was well beyond. 
yeah. the time. Oh, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Now it's like it's almost something that's been beaten into the ground mm-hmm. at this point. But he, at the time, it's like... Yeah, no, he, he created this kind of... This guy, the psychiatrist at the end talking about essentially mental health and yeah, mental illness. Exactly. To audience, they must have been like, Hitchcock's just making shit yeah, up now right. at this point. You know yeah, what I mean? Split personalities yeah. and all. It was all very... Te- like that had never happened. They say transvestite. That could yeah, have that's right. rolling around in a lot of movies It sticks out now like a sore thumb. Yeah. And even yeah. then, he's like, well, actually, transvestites get blah, 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 right, gratification. Yeah. He's like, this guy is not. It's 63 years ago. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. He, it's fucking wild. He kind of changed horror, I think. They call it, too, it's like the first slash slasher film. Yeah. Do you, I, you think know, this qualifies as LGBT? Does, does Norman Bates fall under the LGBT? Is he a plus? I'll tell you right now, on Turner Classic Movies, when they play these ones, oh, Turner, <laughs> Turner, <laughs> Turner Classic Movies, they have a whole preamble to a lot of these films. You know, the guy will come on, hey, Ben Mankiewicz. It was a different time. Yeah. No, they talk about trans, and they do a whole trans angle on it because Norman believes he's a woman for half his life, and then he fully Did you snaps. say Mankiewicz? Ben Mankiewicz, that's the actor's name or oh, the, okay. the guy's name on Turner Classic Movies. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> no, but I'm telling you, so they do. So yeah. so do they? Yeah, they do. They force it down. Very no, I don't know. I don't know if that's... I don't know. That's how society is now, so we view the film through yeah. that lens. But they don't say anything other than, I guess, transvestite is like an out-of-date word, I think. Yeah. So this was like one in a million. Like this, the fact that they even talk about mental health or... LGBT, whatever, and now, now it's all they make, isn't it? Am I right, <laughs> fellas? Am I right? <laughs> so I wouldn't say birds. I, I don't think so. No, I think you recommended M for Murder. Well, Dial M for Murder is like one is like my favorite. Yeah, I love that one. It's not as scary as it is like a mystery, right? And it's twists and turns. Okay, uh, I love that one. Is it Noari? 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 Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> that means shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. I Yeah, the birds are just the popular one. Um, What's Rebecca? Rebecca is the first one he did in the Estates. That's the one one best picture. Okay. I love it, but that's definitely, like, slow. Okay. It's a slow old film. That's more Noari, yeah. maybe, because of all the black shadows and stuff. Right, right, right. But it's, it's, a, it's basically dark Cinderella. Like, oh, really? If you made Cinderella, but, like, more sinister... Yeah, a little bit more sinister vibes. It's still a pumpkin? Uh, it's pretty good. I don't want to say too much, but like the evil stepmother is the housekeeper. Ooh. And uh, it's fire. Good. Well, <laughs> it's good. She rules. Yeah. She rules everything. It's it's pretty good. But yeah, it's a definitely an old long one. It's very dark. You you gonna you might have to pause it. Right. It's pretty slow moving. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'm trying to give you a good one. North by Northwest is Alfred Hitchcock's 007. That's the plane one. Okay. When he runs yeah, away yeah. from the plane in the field and the yeah. Mount Rushmore at the end, they're hanging off of the, like the nose of Mount Rushmore. Oh, I don't know that scene. Well, it's in, in the same movie. Yeah. Um, so that's like, and I love that movie, but it doesn't really feel like a Hitchcock. It kind of feels like a 007 movie right, with right, Cary right. Grant. I tried watching some of those old 007 films. I, I had that phase where I was like, yeah. I'm going to watch every 007 I made it like halfway through one of the really old ones from yes. the 60s, and I was just like, I can't take the way this guy treats women. I can't do it. <laughs> it's fucking, I turned it off. Nah, I said, I Mom, get a load of this. <laughs> it's unbelievable. 007, there are some big misses. There are some, yeah. There's some that are like this movie. But there's, I think there's really moments good. that hold up in some of them, though. Maybe, too. yeah. Like That's the, what I found. There was always like, all right, this sucks, but. That was really cool. This, yeah, this, like this, Moonraker's crazy, but the the idea of uh, <laughs> the idea of Bond in space, right? Bond in space, <laughs> you know. And that big, I can't remember his name. The big hulking guy with the fucked up mouth. He's like metal teeth and shit. I don't know. Like that was cool I to know. me. I thought. I don't know. Mm. Odd job. 
Odd little job. short guy. Like odd job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Random task. Random task. Yeah, yeah. Who throws a shoe? <laughs> <laughs> I think I have to watch the Psycho remake now. Just remembering the Gus Van Sant thing really sends it over the edge. So let me give it to you. Vertigo. That's the one you should watch. Oh, oh yeah. And okay. Rear Window are also very good. I'm going to try to make a real effort to sit down and watch Vertigo. Vertigo's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I said stream it. Oh, I stream it 100%. Yeah, you'd recommend yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. I, lo- I was texting people last night. Oh, yeah? Like, like I was going to say, did Ch- has Chick seen it? Chick's yeah, the guy you do the I podcast text. with. Yeah, Big movie buff. We're probably going to have movie. him on at some point. Um, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a huge... He loves movies. Yeah. He's big on that. Like, he was the one he's like... You got to watch the documentary on the shower scene. I guess there's a documentary. On Just the on that one scene? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was, I was like, I'd wow. like a documentary on the whole film. By the way, during that shower scene, it seemed like there wasn't a lot of blood. Is that just me? It, I agree like, with I you. Had, I'm like, there's no blood at all. I bet you couldn't show much. Maybe. You know what I mean? I it, was, it was a lot to do with getting around the sensors. A lot okay. of stuff was done. But Hitchcock knows his fucking way behind the camera. There's so many shots in this where I'm just like, that's a good shot. That's still a good shot. Everything looks good. There's mirrors used excellently. The coolest fucking thing, and I'm happy I saw how he did it. There's a shot of the shower head spraying directly yeah. towards the camera. And I'm like, there's no water on the camera. And also the size of cameras then and water, you know, how yeah. the fuck did they do that? That was a six. I think they built a six foot like fake one. And made it so that all the water just sprayed like perfectly around the camera. So the camera <laughs> wow. never got wet, but the water was constantly just right. Shit like that. I don't That's, know. That that yeah. makes me like that gets me going so when I'm watching a movie. Famously, the shower scene, I believe Hitchcock was so angry with the actors not getting the shrieking that they wanted yeah. that he just starts attacking her. Jesus. Really? Yeah. And some of those shrieks are actually he was the one doing it. And there wasn't a knife in those scenes, it was a spoon. <laughs> Right, but he was like he just started attacking her. And yeah, that's what some of those her screaming for her. You get hit with a spoon by Alfred Hitchcock, I'd scream yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, cut he, it out, Alfred. Yeah, <laughs> overall, he ended up having a reputation for being pretty shitty to some of these. Actresses. I heard that. Yeah, but, but that scene in particular, yeah, apparently he just takes it uh, being frustrated and attacks her. He would call <laughs> the guy who played. I don't know why that sounds so funny. Uh, it's not just, great. Just... It's not great. Yeah, but you know, you know, at the time, there's like a dozen of the crew guys uh-huh. who were like, "Oh, Alfred's on one today." Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're gathering around, like, "Yeah, oh. give him the spoon. Give him the spoon." Trying to get him going. You know what I mean? Just leave the spoon on the table. We'll pick Alfred's up. finally happy with one of the takes. The sound guy's like. Mr. Hitchcock, I'm sorry, we, we didn't get that one. He's like, ah, oh, god yeah, damn right. it. She won't stop crying. Yeah. <laughs> he called the actor who played Norman Bates, I forget his name, Mike. The oh, actor? The yeah. No, uh, no, don't worry about it. But he called, he would refer to him on set constantly as Master Bates. <laughs> and it's like, that's so childish, but kind of <laughs> also yeah, funny. Yeah, it's great. But also, like, you're, you're bullying the cast, yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't know. You guys excited about any movies coming up? Anthony Perkins. Anthony Perkins. Anthony Perkins. And then he was plagued. He was plagued by this role. Yeah. Yeah, he couldn't get Typecast. other he couldn't get other jobs because he was psycho. Right, right. I heard though that he was like him and her, I think they both had the same problem, but they were still like years later, they're like, We still would have rather have been involved. Like we're gonna be known for psycho forever. Forever. Better to have that than not to be known at well, all. Well I think he right. I th- the uh what's her name? The one that got killed in the shower. I think he told her, "Is like, like you're done. You're not gonna make any yeah. more movies with me. Yeah, because you're gonna be known as the, right, the woman that gets killed in the shower. Yeah, right. So There's not enough spoons on this planet, honey, yeah. <laughs> for you to be in my film. 
Uh, it says here he was known for only romance movies until Psycho, and then he played villains. He's a good-looking guy. Then he played villains after that. He's a good-looking guy, a charming guy. I guess because yeah, he had still, to. But still, you know. Yeah. It says here he played a, always a, a, a no-confidence type guy. Yeah, he stammers a lot. Yeah, I can, I can right. see that. Constant stammering. Oh, my God, Psycho 2, 3, 4, the beginning. Psycho 4, the beginning, <laughs> came out in 1990. I wonder yeah. how bad those are. You got to be excited, though, as a director to be like, all right, I know the past three sucked, but I get to make Psycho 5. And you got Anthony Perkins did it. He did it? He's, he's in number four. He's in number four. The beginning. He's the uh, corpse this time. <laughs> uh, his final appearance in the series before his death in 1992. All right. Wow. There you go. Anthony Perkins. Well, I'm happy uh, Dennis got to watch a Hitchcock movie. I'm happy I watched it too. Yeah. I will really. I'm going to try to watch Vertigo. I think Vertigo is the one for me. Vertigo is a pretty good one. I like it. It's it's sort of out there a little bit. I'm going to eat some mushroom chocolate. Oh yeah, then and I'm going to take some marijuana chocolate. This way, I can't move even if I wanted to. You'll be good. You'll be good. And I'll be like, I think I got something like Vertigo. There's a couple that are good that I like. One's called Rope. One's called I Confess. But I don't know how they'd hold up. But Har- those are ones I like. Horizontal go. Huh. <laughs> uh. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do got to wrap this one a little early just because we're tight on time. Oh, but yes. uh, but this was Very fun. Good. Any any final thoughts? Anything um, you want to get out before we stop recording? No, I'm glad that you guys introduced Alfred Hitchcock to me. That Well, you didn't, but you know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to watch more of these. No, fuck that. I, I'll take credit. Yeah, I, 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 I had a hand in it. Yeah, Brendan, Alfred, Alfred, Brendan. <laughs> It's just nice to have it's nice to have you on for a great movie because I'll tell you some of the movies we've had people watch they're like this was such a waste of time. Well, that's what I'm happy that I got right. this one. And I didn't I didn't uh set to do this one. I did give you this date, This just worked out time-wise, yeah. But uh yeah, I was I'm definitely happy I got this than some then of the other ones I saw. Next one you're on for is going to be a real piece of dog shit, I that's promise. Fine. We'll that's find fine. something that real bad. That could be fun too though. It I, is fun. That's I, what we always fun. say. So, sometimes yeah. a bad movie makes for a good yeah. pod. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um yeah, that's it I think. I don't know, Mike. Uh great job everybody. Yeah, great job. Great job. Happy birthday. Are we going to sing it? You want to sing it? No, not at all. I'm afraid they're going to sing it to me tonight at the club. Venmo Dennis Rooney. Yeah, Venmo at Dennis Rooney 3. Dennis Dash Rooney Dash 3. Thank you. Well, Alfred.